In the name of God, who is creating, redeeming, and sustaining. Amen. Today, the church remembers Bishop Lancelot Andrews, who was not the Lancelot of Camelot, but a Lancelot known for his preaching, known for his prayers, and known for overseeing the translation of the King James Bible. Of course, now we have many English translations of the Bible. At our 7 a.m. early women's Tuesday Bible study here at the cathedral, everyone brings whatever translation they prefer to read. Some bring the NRSV, some bring the NIV, some bring the KJV. And we go around the room and we read the scripture two verses at a time, everybody taking turns. And so we get to hear all the various words used for the same story or the same concept. It is wonderful to have different translations side by side. But that was simply not the case in the time of Lancelot Andrews. Bibles at that time were in the language only clergy had been trained to read, in Latin and Greek and Hebrew. Therefore, only the clergy could interpret the scriptures. There was no room for private study and devotion. God forbid lay people read their Bibles at home and have their own ideas about the words on the page. But King James I and Lancelot Andrews and others changed the church and changed the world by making Holy Scriptures accessible to anyone who could read the English language. Thanks be to God for that. I don't know Lancelot Andrews personally, but I think perhaps his private prayer life is what influenced his desire to make the Bible more accessible to all. The man loved to pray. He loved to pray. His book of private devotions is full of beautiful prayers. Though, if you read them, you might wonder if plagiarism was a thing in the 1600s. I think, perhaps, he just took the prayers of the church that he loved so much and then put some of them into his own language, not unlike writing the King James Version of the Bible, so that the prayers would ring that much more true to his lived experience of God's presence in his life. Our lessons today have something to say about prayer as well. Paul urges us in his letter to Timothy to offer supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings for all people. Why? Because prayer changes us. It changes us and it changes the world. 
so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. Those are Paul's words. Who here would like a little more peace, godliness, and dignity in our world? When is the last time you prayed for it? Of course, we pray for these things at church. But imagine if we prayed fervently seven whole days, not one in seven. That line is, of course, from George Herbert's poem, King of Glory. George Herbert, who was inspired by Lancelot Andrews. Seven whole days, not one in seven. Jesus prayed a lot. And so his friends asked him how they should pray. When is the last time you asked Jesus how you should pray? <laughs> they knew how to pray already, but they wanted to pray like Jesus. And Jesus responded in love with the words we now call the Lord's Prayer. Now we pray the Lord's Prayer a lot. Many of us pray it every day, even several times a day. Sometimes when you pray a certain prayer again and again and again and again, you stop paying attention to what it says. But this prayer Jesus offers his friends is a bold prayer. It is why when we are praying the Eucharist, as we will in a few moments, the celebrant signals the start of the Lord's Prayer with these words, we are bold to say. We are bold. We are so very bold to pray. As much as I don't want to suggest that there is a right or a wrong way to pray, I wonder, I wonder if you or I don't feel bold when we pray. Are we really praying? If we don't feel bold when we pray, are we really praying? I don't say that to discourage you. If you don't feel bold when you pray, don't stop praying. Keep it up. Prayer shapes believing. And it may take a whole bunch of less than bold prayers before you start to believe that your prayers are as bold and transformational as Jesus suggests with his life and his example. So just notice. Notice if you don't feel bold when you pray. Notice and be curious and maybe even pray for boldness. You might try, like Lancelot Andrews, to take the prayers that are most familiar to you and rewrite them with the words on your heart, words that feel more bold than rote. I believe that prayer can change the world. I believe that prayer can create peace and godliness and dignity. I believe that prayer makes me bold 
and that it makes you bold. Bold enough to proclaim God's kingdom right here in our community. Your kingdom come. And bold enough to seek and offer forgiveness. Bold enough to follow Jesus. I will close with this prayer of Lancelot Andrews. It's a prayer for the evening, and it felt especially poignant for tonight. Blessed are you, O God, God of our fathers, creator of the changes of day and night, giving rest to the weary, renewing the strength of those who are spent, bestowing upon us occasions of song in the evening. As you have protected us in the day that is past, so be with us in the coming night. Keep us from every sin, every evil, and every fear. For thou art our light and salvation and the strength of our life. To you be glory for endless ages. Amen.